change your perception of what you're looking at and everything changes. Hey, my name is Giorgio Janis and this is the How To Do Life podcast. If you've ever felt that no matter what you try, something is missing, then you're in the right place. My aim with this podcast is to begin filling in those blanks for you. So open your mind and get ready because I'm about to show you an entirely different way to look at your life. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I want to talk on this podcast about waiting. Now, it's a little like procrastination, but it's not. The reason why I want to talk about it is because it's a growing issue that I'm seeing amongst a lot of people. And I'm spending a lot of my time on calls and emails and messages with people about navigating the waiting period. So let's jump right in. Here's the deal. You're waiting until you're ready. But how do you know you're ready? Have you ever stopped to ask yourself that question? I find myself asking a lot of people that question. When I'm asking them, what's holding you back from getting started? What's holding you back from taking action? And pulling the trigger, getting things done. And inevitably what they say to me is, well, there's reason one, there's reason two, there's reason three. And they come up with a whole list of different reasons or a list of different shopping items that need to be perfect or I need to have these things in place before I can actually go and pull the trigger or go and get started. What's interesting though is the longer you wait until you're ready, the less likely you are to actually get started. The reason that's important is because nothing will happen unless you start. What's interesting to me as a father-to-be, as of this episode, as of this recording, my wife is pregnant with our first child. And, you know, I'm thinking about when our child will start crawling and walking. What's fascinating when you look at the development, the physiological development of a child is that they don't wait until their muscles have developed before they start crawling. They don't wait until their muscles have developed before they start walking. Those muscles develop through the act of crawling. They develop through the act of walking. That's how they strengthen. Most people wait. It's like they hold back thinking, if I wait until the development has occurred, then I can start. The reality is the development occurs once you start, after you've started. And it's through the doing, the repetitions, getting the reps in, trying several times. You know, if you think of a child, and I know this has been your experience, the moment you took your first step, you didn't just master walking from that point forward. Like there was never a point where you fell over again. The reality is you took a few steps and you fell. So you tried again, you took a few more steps and then you fell. And every time you were taking steps, you were mastering the technique of walking. You were developing the muscles that were helping you stabilize. You were helping grow the muscles and the awareness and the balance to keep you upright and be able to turn and be able to start walking backwards if you needed to or look in different directions while you're walking in other directions. All of these different abilities that you developed happen through the doing. And in my opinion, I think a lot of the challenges that people wrestle with, especially as it comes to creating the outcomes they want in their life, is because there isn't enough emphasis on the doing. The doing is where the mastery takes place. And I see this a lot with coaches as well. 
as a coach myself, I've been doing this work for a really long time. And I find myself sharing with a lot of people, especially other coaches who are clients, is that I was doing a lot of the work that I have done on myself when nobody knew I existed, when nobody knew who I was. I was sitting alone in my office, head down, doing the mindset work, working through the different perceptions I had, changing the beliefs I had, questioning my understanding of the way things unfold, and also doing a lot of the study and the research that I've done to date. A lot of that has happened because I put my head down and did the work. I didn't just read a few pages of a book and decided I wanted to become a coach. I got in and I dug deep because the mastery of the technique happens in the doing. And that's true for any field. If you look at the top performers or you go and find the people who are the masters of their field, you will find that they have spent an incredible amount of time doing the work. A lot of the chefs that get the attention and the awareness and the praise that we see in the world today, you'll find that they were holed up in a kitchen somewhere for years before anybody knew their name, mastering the technique, developing their understanding of cooking, of ingredients, of the particular style of cuisine that they cook and they prepare for people. You'll find the same for performing artists. You'll find the same for athletes and actors and actresses. You'll see it across the board, even leaders. I spend a lot of time studying different fields and really mastering the technique before they become known, before they become the master that they've been knighted with. So I want to spend a bit of time here emphasizing the importance of the doing, because the doing is what's going to get you the results. Nothing happens unless you go and do something. We can sit here and meditate. We can sit here and imagine. We can sit here and visualize and come up with visions of what we're wanting to create for ourselves. And while that's valuable, that's only one half of the equation. I kind of joke that, you, and this is something that a mentor of mine, John Martini, who is an author in The Secret, we say like the secret of the secret that's not in the secret is you've got to take action too. Because if every, if all it took was visualization and sitting there and thinking about it and visualizing and, you know, the, the buzzword at the moment is manifesting. But if all you did was sit there and think and manifest and write and journal, nothing's going to happen. And if in reality, if that's all it took, as much as this is a stereotype, every seven-year-old girl would have a pony if that's all it took to just sit there and visualize and imagine and fantasize about what you want. But in reality, that doesn't happen. So I want you to spend a bit of time reflecting back on your experiences and look at all the things that you've created in your life. And what you'll find is that everything you've created and everything that you've appreciated as an outcome or that you've achieved in your life, that's happened as a result of you going and doing something about it as opposed to just sitting there thinking i really want this or telling other people i really want this hoping that it's just going to fall in your lap and personally i was guilty of thinking that way as a teenager i thought if i want something bad enough and i just ask somebody i'll get it and i wasn't really willing to do enough of what it took to create it because i had a sense of entitlement that i can see now and i worked through and when I realized that my entitlement wasn't actually giving me anything or providing me anything, and that it was the work that was creating the result, it was creating the outcome or the achievement, I then decided to shift gears and spend a lot of my time doing disproportionate to the amount of time that I was thinking about it. I still spend time thinking about it, visualizing, imagine, imagining, 
and spending the time focusing on the details and getting a clear understanding of the picture of what I'm trying to create, but then I still go and create it. If you think about a painter, they have an image in their mind of what they want to paint. They have a vision in their mind. This is what I'm looking to create for myself. This is the artistic expression that's coming to me. Now they can sit there. If you think of Monet, for example, it could have sat there and just seen the pictures and seen the visuals of the ponds and the reeds. But Monet didn't come become Monet without putting a paintbrush to canvas. There had to be the doing. Without the doing, nothing happens. Now, when we hold off, we want to wait to be ready. What that is, is fear. In a lot of cases, people are holding back because of some kind of fear. Now, I've got a whole episode on procrastination, which is similar to holding off. You know, we procrastinate, we find reasons to not get into it. So make sure you go and check out that episode if you haven't already. But I will touch on it here because we find that when we stop and think about what we're trying to create for ourselves, and we're in this world of imagination, which is what's happening. When you're in the world of imagination, you're thinking about the future. And as you're thinking about the future and what it is that you're wanting to create for yourself, your imagination starts to fill in the blanks. We call that having a fear of the unknown, which is just not true. There is no real fear of the unknown. There is unknowns that you are seeing in the future. And what your mind is doing is filling in the unknowns, filling in the blanks with imagination. And usually if you have some apprehension about taking action, the blanks that are being filled in, the imagination and all those details, are perceived pains that you're expecting. You're expecting to experience some kind of pain. And so your mind is going, that's going to cause the pain. That, that's going to cause some pain. That's going to cause some pain. And so you come up with all these reasons of why you're not ready to do it because at, on some level you're scared of experiencing that pain. So the best thing for you to do is firstly bring some awareness to that. What are you actually waiting for? What is the thing that you're scared will happen if you take action, if you start the doing? And what you'll find is these are fears that are based on some experience you've had from the past. And so you're taking a fear from the past. If you've read my book, you'll know this. I write about this in the chapter on beliefs. But you're taking some fear from the past, some experience from the past, and you're projecting it into the future, expecting the past to repeat itself. Now, reflect on that because you might find that in reality, that past experience isn't the same as what you're trying to create. And that fear is not necessarily valid or warranted. It's just something that you're buying into the emotion of. So spend some time reflecting on the, what you're imagining will happen and where that imagination is being fueled from, what past experience you see that it stems from. Because I assure you, the thing that you're scared of is not actually something to be scared of. Something I find myself saying to a lot of people is, you create your fears to show you that they weren't to be feared in the first place. What I mean by that is, we expect to experience all pain, no pleasure, all negative, no positive. But in reality, that's not true, because the world is neutral. Our experiences are actually neutral. It's just that you're expecting to experience one side of it, pain only, and you're ignoring where the pleasure is, you're ignoring where the upside is or the positive. So I want you to spend some time thinking about what's the pain you're expecting? What's the negative that you're expecting? And look at what might be the upside until you can see that it's equal. And once you do, you'll find that you won't wait until you're ready because you'll never be ready. 
readiness comes from doing. And so what we want to do is try and remove the blocks to the doing. And so by actually taking action and doing whatever it is that is required of you to get the result, you will experience mastery and you will find that you are ready after starting. The readiness comes, the preparation comes. Now, as the saying goes, good fortune or luck is the result of preparation meeting opportunity. The way you prepare is through doing. So as long as you're waiting around, that opportunity will never present itself because you won't ever be ready because you haven't started. So by starting, you're doing the preparation. So when opportunity comes knocking on your door, you can say, great, hey friend, I've been waiting for you a really long time. I've been doing the work while I wait. This is something that helped me with my business. I did a lot of the preparation years before my business took off. Because I knew that if I kept doing the work, when opportunity came knocking, which required some of my effort to go and create the opportunities, but when opportunity eventually did arrive, I felt more than ready because I had been doing the work. I wasn't waiting for the opportunity to come and kick my door down while I was not ready for it because then I would have had to turn the opportunity down. So spend time doing the prep, spend time doing the work. And you'll find that the mastery will come as a result of that. And you will find that through the process of mastery, through the doing, you will experience a sense of readiness. And that's when the opportunity kicks your door in and says, let's go. We've got work to do. Here's one opportunity. Here's another. Here's another. So please spend some time reflecting on why you feel like you're not ready. Spend some time reflecting on what you're procrastinating about and what is the imagined pain or fear that you're expecting to experience and ask yourself, will you ever be ready? Once you do that, I want you to get up and start walking. Not literally, but metaphorically, like my child will at some point in the future. Get up and start walking before you're ready because you will develop the muscles to be able to walk by doing the walking. They won't develop any other way. So I hope this episode was helpful. I hope this gets you thinking i hope this gets you into some action more than the thinking and um, please make sure that you've subscribed to wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast and it's really helpful for us for you to leave a review because that helps encourage other people to make sure that they jump in and listen to these episodes if you're finding these valuable all right with that i'm georgio genis signing off i'll see you in the next episode bye mm-hmm.